welcome back Hi. to another three, two, one shots. shots. Allison, mm. you're in my kitchen this time. I am in your kitchen, and it's it's a great kitchen, mate. I say, I, I do love it here. Thank you. You're welcome, and we are still are looking deeply into each other's eyes again, which I hate. Um. <laughs> Recording in person is hard. It is. It's very difficult. Like, it's fun, but I literally cannot look at you. I like, if we were having lunch, it'd be different. Like, I wouldn't mind, but the, I don't know. It's really weird. Like, I've never, ever felt weird about staring into your eyes before. No. Not that it's something we do, but anyway. Yeah. Happy to be here. Um, what are, what are we drinking, Jess? We are drinking uh, airport-sized flavored vodka samplers. Mine is a Citron. What's yours? pineapple ooh, and we all know how i feel about vodka so it's gonna be great um but allison before we do our shot what are we doing tonight tonight i mean celebrating pride we're celebrating pride can't wait gonna go bar hopping with some friends it's gonna be a great time in salt lake city time um i am about to put on six pounds of body glitter i did not get six pounds but there's enough for both of us i think i am so excited okay great body glitter Allison is re- wearing pride earrings. She's glowing. Thank you. This is not the shirt I will be wearing. I cannot wait to see the shirt you will be wearing. Thank you. Um, I, my shirt is technically a swimsuit, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> it is. I didn't notice. Yeah, that's the point. Nice. Um, but we're very excited, and we on this podcast support the queer community, except for Allison. We don't support Allison. Yeah, no, nobody supports me. That's fair. <laughs> I tease. Yeah, I tease. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's fine. I completely understand. But... We support the queer community, and trans rights are human rights, and Absolutely. happy Pride 2020. Happy Pride 2020, and... 2022! 2020! <laughs> 20, oh, shit! Ooh. That was... I'm hiding I didn't even table. notice. I literally didn't even notice. That is crazy. That's crazy. It's still, it's still stuck. I do think that 2022, because it's a lot of 20s and 2s, still kind of confusing, but still. Fair. That was that was a lot. Okay, Allison, I have a topic generated... Are okay. we ready to do a shot? Yes, please. Okay. Ready? Three, two, one, shot. <laughs> I don't have a chaser. <laughs> you want some Diet Coke? Yeah. I don't know why. I'd like to thank Bridget Baldwin for sponsoring me with this can of Diet Coke that I am currently drinking. My eyes are watering. Oh my gosh, Allison. I didn't, did you drink your whole thing? No. <laughs> me neither. Okay, great. Because I... I will uh, probably drink, because I purposely picked the lemon one so I could put it into my Diet Coke as we're doing this. Ooh, that warmed my belly up. Mm. Alrighty. Oh my god. So, as we know from last 321 Shots, we have abandoned our random word generator, and now we found a different one that's called random topic generator and conversation starters. So, today, are we ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. The generated random topic is, what is a controversial opinion you have? Allison and I are trying to get canceled on the podcast today. <laughs> we sure are. Oh, well, I have one off the top of my head. Do it. I hate in and out <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> Listen, I, this is funny because I have actually held this belief, and we know that you have, this is a recent discovery for you. I've never liked it. I've never understood the hype. Okay. I've never understood the hype, but I wanted to give it one more chance, and that's yes. when the last event happened. Allison got food poisoning from In-N-Out a couple weeks ago, and when I tell you that 
I thought she was having an exorcism <laughs> while it was happening. It felt like it. Because I also had a couple drinks that night, and mm-hmm. that poor decorative bowl on Jess's table that held the remotes became very close to me, and I emptied the contents of my stomach into it. Um, uh, threw up all over her bathroom. <laughs> And it was just, it just wasn't a good time. Woke up in the morning, felt like a corpse. I couldn't move. I couldn't even, existing was the worst thing in the world. I felt like I was going to vomit so I couldn't eat anything. But I go an hour without throwing up. And then I'm like, Jess, I, if, I don't think I, I'm going to throw up. Like, I probably would have. And she's like, yeah, I think you would have done it by now. I look at her and then I run back to the bathroom and then projectile vomit like a fire hose all over your toilet seat. Um... I cleaned it all up, <laughs> but I don't like in and out. I never have. I wanted to give it one more chance. It okay. did what it did what the name suggests. It went in and then it came right back out. <laughs> and when I tell you guys, what flavor of shake did you drink that night? It was Allison? strawberry. <laughs> I'll let you guys all marinate with that visual. <laughs> I okay, but in all seriousness, I also used to be. I I enjoy in and out now. I will I will say, um, I haven't eaten it since this experience with Allison. But I about three years ago stopped being an, I was like a very prolific in and out hater um their fries are not good no they suck like that's the thing but here's what I found out is you can ask them to double fry your fries so they actually are crunchy and then I always get my fries animal style so like the fry be, then becomes a vessel for the cheese and the onions as opposed to the fry being the main course got it so that's helped but I will say like in and out is something that it's like when the craving hits like, it's what I want, but it's never my first choice. Now, my partner, the love of my life, mm. loves in and out Loves He's going to cancel us. He's going to cancel I, us. That's the thing, is, like, on the way back from, like, school field trips, like, we would always stop at in and out because everybody was always so excited about it. Everybody was so excited about it. And I just never understood the hype, and so I was like, I did literally did research on the best things to get there, and I was like, okay, I'm going to, like, try this one more time because they're, like, opening one up in our in our hometown, and I, well, they're going to, and I was like, well, I kind of want to just try it again, and I'm, like, never going back there, ever. Yeah. Nope. I it don't was, think you should. It was a terrible time. I have never felt worse. I did not think I would ever be okay again. I can honestly say that. You were literally green. <laughs> like, she was on my couch, literally green. Yeah. So, and I've seen Allison hungover before, and, like, that is not what she looks like. I have a lot of videographic evidence, and... <laughs> It was a very different experience. So. I I've never been sick with a hangover. Yeah. But like, I can still destroy, like, a plate of food if I'm hungover, and it's yeah. good for me, but I couldn't even no. look at... Anyway, so that's one of my controversial opinions. What's your controversial opinion? Well, my controversial opinion is that flight is a stupid thing, but yeah, right. <laughs> I think we have, we have digressed on that in this podcast at length. I'm trying to think what my controversial opinions are. Um, okay. I ha- here's mine. Again with food. Olive Garden is the peak of cuisine. <laughs> oh my. Oh my god. Really? What do you get there? Okay, so here's my thing. Here's my thing. Olive Garden, like, and let me preface this by saying there's like an asterisk at the end of that statement where there are places that are better than Olive Garden. However, you are never disappointed leaving an Olive Garden. Like, the breadsticks, phenomenal. They're okay. The salad. The salad's great. The salad. I literally, I buy 
the salad dressing at the grocery store. I put it on everything. Um, my friend Brie, that's something that I learned when I lived with her. And I literally, I use it all the time. It's so good. One time, recently I went there with a friend and we got wine drunk in the middle of Olive Garden. We ordered a bottle of wine at the Olive Garden. And then I did a tour of Italy and it was... One of the better experiences of the last, like, six months of my life. And I got engaged in the last six months. <laughs> Fair enough. So, Too bad he didn't, get, like, engage at the Olive Garden. Like, that would have yeah, been... Yeah, that would have been a whole... That would have been a whole thing. I prefer the way he did it. But <laughs> all this to say, like, if you, if you are trying to make a f- decision on where to go out to eat and you're, like, naming all these places and nobody agrees, like, Olive Garden is always going to be a good option. This is, this is my hill. Okay. This is my hill, I, I guess. can accept that that is your opinion. I, it's not a good opinion, I know. I love their, I will say, I do love their salads. Mm-hmm. It's just their mm-hmm. pasta's always been kind of plain to me. Oh, see, and, like, for me, it is, like, you know what you're gonna get. It's like going to any chain restaurant. Chili's, I also feel this way about Chili's. Like, Chili's is not, like, the pinnacle of dining, but you're always leaving a Chili's with a smile on your face. Always. Hmm. Even if it's not, like, the food's not great, it's good enough. And you'll have a $5 margarita. Fair. Oh, here's my other controversial opinion. Tequila is ass. And that's the solemn story time name for you, everyone. Um, yeah. Okay, when Alice and I started this podcast, we were, like, coming up with a bunch of different names and trying to decide what to do. And there was, like, a couple of ones that we were trying to decide between. And then Allison was like, what about Salt Lime Story Time? Which I love, except I don't drink tequila. <laughs> and we were like, this is so cute and we love it. But, like, I, tequila makes me ill. And thus, like, it's buried in a cocktail. Like, if it's yeah. buried in a cocktail, then I enjoy it. But, like, I cannot shoot tequila. No, me, me neither. You've heard me the last time I tried Everybody that listens to this podcast has heard me the last time I tried to shoot tequila. Wait, Allison, you make noise when you take shots? Actually, I've never have. That's a that's another controversial opinion. Is a lot of people think I make noise when I take shots. I'm actually really good at taking shots. Okay, um, wait, wait. I'm so sorry. I have to sidebar this podcast for a second. Okay. So we're gonna put a pin in controversial opinions, and we'll come back to that. Allison, are you aware that we have had some interesting feedback following our previous three, two, one shots episode? No. Okay, so to catch everybody up to speed, our last 321 Shots episode was about gross habits. And Allison and I mentioned a couple that have been brought up (laughs) to me by multiple different people, most of which surrounding Allison's controversial misophonia (laughs) of people confessing in the DMs that they have done this in front of you and now they are mortified. (laughs) Oh my god, no! (laughs) And don't worry, I've talked everybody off the ledge, but... Allison. Oh, I didn't notice. I'm really, really proud of you. For coming out. For coming out. Happy Pride Month, Happy Pride Month. And misophonia, and I'm proud. Yes. I'm not. And the other thing is, is that, you know what? You're Mm -hmm. teaching people to be better and not lick their finger, or not suck their fingers in public. So, but it's also just like a stingy thing where it's like, hey, your body, you do you. You yes. know, that's the thing. Whenever people suck their fingers, I look around at everybody else like they just pulled out a gun and I'm the only one reacting. And because everybody else, like nobody else notices. Yes. And so I'm like, what's the problem? But I like notice and nobody else notices. So I'm yes. like, it, it's mostly just me. 
And I understand that, but I, I need to go check to see who said something. I feel bad now. Oh, no, it was directly to me. It wasn't in our, oh. our Instagram. Oh, right. So that's oh, why gosh. you don't know about this. Okay, But Great. the other thing that I also wanted to bring up, read that episode, was that I had a couple of women respond to the interrupting thing that we were talking about and how we were talking about how, like, we know that we're chronic interrupters and how we, like, you know, might, it might be a product of ADHD, blah, blah, blah. But... One of the people that messaged me about it were, was talking about how interrupting is a product of the patriarchy hmm. in that women are interrupted all the time and are never given the opportunity or not given an equal opportunity to express their thoughts and feelings. And so we interrupt each other and hate because we're so used to like not being given the opportunity to speak fully that when we are just one-on-one that we become, we tend to interrupt each other in an effort to like make sure our thought is finished without being interrupted by a man. An interesting, an interesting, interesting. concept. An interesting concept. Anyway, hmm. controversial episode. The the bad habits one. Um, I'm really sorry for all my long mailed friends out there. My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> but back to controversial opinions. Yeah. Um. Um. Allison, do you have any other controversial opinions? Um. It's controversial and it different way but I think most people in our generation would agree with this that strippers are some of the most amazing people I've ever met like they are some of the most confident people I've ever met I had a very brief stint working (laughs) as a bartender at a strip club for about five days Um, and I had several friends before and you know after slash I guess during that time that are strippers and they would just wipe the floors with these men and they would just fucking like these guys would come in in their wedding rings and have like full-on affairs with some of these people and they would just take all of their fucking money because they obviously had no like i just i loved it yeah they just drained these men dry these like really gross shitty people that would like take it try to take advantage of them i'm not explaining this right but like these guys would come in and they would grab them, be really inappropriate, they would objectify them, but, like, the women were in charge the entire time. Now, there were several times when they would kick out somebody that they were seeing because they were being rude to them. One of them, one of their customers was yelling at one of the strippers because she had small boobs, and, like, she's like, honey, I got everything I need, and she kicked him out, and that's just, like, they are some of the most confident people I know. Absolutely. Here's the thing. I have so much respect for sex workers in any, in any, any variation, like, whether that's, that's, I don't know if strippers are considered sex workers, but, like, yeah. sex worker adjacent. But the, the field of sex work in whatever capacity you're doing it in is just so badass to me. And, like, the, the quote-unquote original profession, like, mm-hmm. it is nothing, nothing but respect for our kings, queens, and lords, the sex workers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because, like, in, in situations where they're in complete control of their own bodies, yes. it's perfect. And, and it's true feminism. True feminism. And it's like they're in control the whole time and they can tell you when to fuck off. They tell you what to do, what not to do. They tell you what's right, what's not right. Mm-hmm. And they tell you that you can look at my boobs for $200. Quote. I, that's a quote. Not that I... One of my friends came and told me that, that she had interaction with somebody in one of the rooms. And he did it. And, like, sometimes they walk out with... Uh, like an entire month's worth of rent in mm-hmm. just a few hours. I'm mm-hmm. like, get get it, queens. Anyway, 
Yes. So that's one of my not so controversial opinions today, but I think most people yeah. in like older than us and the older generation might not agree with that. Okay, I have a question for you. Yes. Again, a little bit sidebar, my apologies. Have you seen the movie Hustlers? No. Ah, oh, damn it. Okay, well, you need to watch the movie Hustlers. <laughs> okay, okay, sounds good. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez is a pole dancer, and she's incredible. Anyway, I was going to ask you, as someone who worked in a strip club for five days, how accurate that movie depiction was. But I, I mean, again, I bartended, so I had a different experience. Well, yeah, but, but more, I... More obser- observational. Okay, I thought of my next controversial okay, opinion. tell me. All right. Erotica is a valid form of literature. Okay, I'm not disagreeing with that. And, and listen, there are two types of erotica, okay? There's, like, internet fan fiction, right? Which is its own, like, subgenre of incredible writing. There are people who spend years of their lives writing these fanfics. We know one of them. <laughs> High school musical author. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> but I have recently gotten into reading, like, literary erotica. Hmm. So they're, like, 500-page, like, published books that are also, like, erotica. Hmm. And it is just incredible what authors can do with words alone. While also creating a very compelling plot. Big fan. And people who are like, smut is not real literature can all... Suck my wiener. I have an English degree. Ooh, girl, she just went off. Nice. Kind of on that same note, I don't know if... Maybe it's because of childhood trauma, nobody knows, but one of my favorite genres is young adult fiction. And I very, even to this day, very rarely stray from that. I was actually talking to somebody, I can't remember, it might have been, it might have been our friend Brie, about how you love Fable Haven and like <laughs> young adult fiction is something that you and I like have bonded over. Mm-hmm. And I think that's completely valid because here's the thing about young adult fiction. It is written to be consumed. It is not like in a positive way. It's not necessarily written to be like, it's not written to be analyzed in the same yeah. way that like quote unquote literary fiction is. And the thing that I love about young adult fiction is that it is, it it proves that you can convey a message in a actual palatable and enjoyable way. I love Fable Haven. I love the whole series. I read it for the first time as an adult per your recommendation (laughs) and I loved it. And I think this is like one of the other things like pop fiction as well. Kind of, it's not young adult fiction, but it's kind of written in the same way is also so like, it makes reading fun and reading should be fun. Like reading shouldn't be hard. Like there are times and places where reading should be something that like maybe makes you think a little bit harder, but you can do that. I mean like the hunger Games series, You're telling me that's not literature? No, for sure. Like, you're telling me that, I mean, if you, if you think about, like, The Hobbit is considered young adult fiction. So is Harry Potter. So is Harry Potter. And, you know, putting the awful author of Harry Potter aside, Harry Potter quite literally is, like, molded a generation. Two generations worth of people. Mm -hmm. Like, I do not remember a point in my life where Harry Potter did not exist in some regard. Yeah. And, like, where Harry Potter was not how I viewed the world. I, Harry Potter was, like, again, and it's so frustrating that that the author had to go and be such an asshole. 
but Harry Potter is as close to religion as I had, aside from my actual religion. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I still read young adult fiction all the time. Love it. All mm-hmm. the time. And people who, okay, oh, oh, piggybacking off of this, audiobooks are just as valid as reading physical books. Like... What about Kindles? Same thing. Same thing. Here's the thing. You're reading, you're consuming books. And saying that audiobook, like, listening to audiobooks is not the same as reading is an ableist take. Ooh! Mic drop. Nice. Okay, I agree with that. Wait, so besides Fablehaven, what's your favorite young adult series? I mean, I... It's it's pretty basic. I, I love the Percy Jackson series. One of my biggest crushes was Annabeth, yes. obviously. Yes. And so... <clears throat> I reread those last year. Did you know that? I did not. They're yeah. so good. One of my reading goals for last year was to complete a series. And the series I chose to do was the Percy Jackson series. And it was so fun. They're so fun. That's the thing. You just have a good time. So well written. And you just get out... You can just... You get to get out of this world and go somewhere magical, and I think that's just so valuable. So mm-hmm. I feel sometimes I feel bad because like my bookshelf is filled with books that people quote unquote my age should be reading that I just don't touch. I go back to like the beat up things that I'm familiar with that I enjoy. Yeah, and and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I, I feel so. very strongly about that. I finished the Bridgerton series, like the Netflix series, Mm -hmm. Bridgerton. I finished all eight books in the last two months. And I have kind of a similar thing because it's very much like, it's just like silly romance. But I had so much fun. And that's the point of reading, is to have fun. Was it as sexy in the books? No. Like, there's definitely sex in the books, but it was not as intense as the first season was. Daphne's book is definitely the sexiest of the books, I think, personally. But, I don't know. They also have strayed quite a bit from the books. Okay. I haven't I haven't watched a newest season. Oh, I have another one. Okay. I like Lizzo more than Beyonce. Hot take. Hot take on the pod. Give us the reason why. I always thought, like, Beyonce's incredibly talented. She is gorgeous. Yes. She is incredible. I just always thought there was a lot of hype there that I didn't really understand. Mm-hmm. But... Lizzo is, like, the coolest fucking person on this planet. Yes. And she writes some bops. Like, her Absolutely. songs, oh my god, are so catchy. Yes. Like, I can't remember one of the last times... Oh, this is gonna be bad. One of the last times, like, I heard, like, a Beyoncé song trending. Yeah. But, like, I've heard several of hers. And yeah. she's just... The way she just shreds on a flute, come on. Yeah. She's so cool. And she just is so body positive and shows Absolutely. off her ass. Like, I... A, I, I love Beyonce too. I think Beyonce deserves the fame that she's gotten. She's so talented and she's like yeah. incredible. But Lizzo is just she's so cool and I oh love her. Gosh. So I what a take. What a take. I what know. a take. I will say I the thing for me with Beyonce is I feel like I was late to the game with Beyonce. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the thing is that like if you've been a Beyonce fan, you've been a Beyonce fan since like you could walk. Like, yeah. And I will say her Lemonade album is, I turn it on and it is, it is a spiritual experience. But Lizzo has definitely, I mean, Lizzo is, is an artist for our generation and younger in a way, like I, Lizzo is just so good at being famous. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. And, and she's proof that you can use your fame to enact change without shoving it in your face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she, it, she just, she, I mean, her body positivity is just, like, her existing in a world, which is how it should be for all, like, mm-hmm. she's, she, her whole thing is that, like, yeah, I'm fat, so what? Yeah. And instead of being, like, uh, what, uh, what am I trying to say here? I think a lot of times it's like, yeah, you're fat, but you're still beautiful. When it should be, you're fat and you're beautiful. Yeah. Because that's how, that's the case. And I think that she is so good at just, like, by existing in the way, in the way, in the spaces that she's existing in, she is living what she preaches and absolutely proving every day to all of her fans that fat Mm -hmm. is beautiful. It is. So... And, and she's not out. Sorry, she's not out there like being insecure, like it, making it always about her body. She's just out there shaking that ass. Mm-hmm. And her backup dancers are all different sizes. Like she just is so good at, at being inclusive. Yes. And I think has just it's just been a wave of I just I just adore her. And I yeah. hear I've never seen her live, but I hear that like her voice fills a stadium. Yes. Well, and I think I think to piggyback off of that, I think her her message is less like quote-unquote body positivity and more inclusivity yes and I think that's what I like it's not like talk like I just think it's so so amazing how she promotes inclusivity black joy I just uh I love her I love her I love her I love her yeah and I also love Beyonce me too and again I don't want I don't want people hot takes on the pod, Allison. Thank you. Oh I wanted God. to make it a little more controversial. I even in high school before you know we we knew Lizzo was a thing. I never quite understood the hype for Beyonce. I mean, I understood it, but I never partook in it. Yes. But I still very much appreciate her as an artist and believe that she deserves to be where she's at. Absolutely. So nobody come for me. Um, I <laughs> I do love her and I acknowledge her and. I mean, my ass has never performed at a Super Bowl, so, like, I don't know what I know, seriously. Her Super Bowl performance was incredible. Oh, so good. Okay, okay. I'm trying to think. Controversial, controversial, controversial. I have so many of these, usually. I too. I, I'll go after you. I don't want... Uh, I was just gonna say, swimming is probably the scariest sport. <laughs> <laughs> Did you... I found a fact out about skydiving. What? Did you know that skydiving is less dangerous than scuba diving? Statistically speaking. I genuinely believe that. Because guess what? You can breathe in the air, but you can't fucking breathe underwater, Jess. And here's the thing. I am a Pisces. I know. I enjoy the water. I love splashing in the shallows. I love pools where I can touch. And there aren't, like, a bunch of people surrounding me. But here's the thing. The ocean, what, jet skiing or whatever, that's one of the (laughs) You look like you're having convulsions. Jet skiing is one of the scariest things. I'm a little speed demon on land. Listen, like, I've been known to drive fast. I've gotten a lot better since I was a teenager. I've also, you know, been known to skydiving. I love doing things like that. Rock climbing, all that. That's great. Zip lining, love to see it. Jet skiing, where you're on those little, like, and hopping over those waves and shit. I am a grandmother. I am my mother on one of those things. Like, I am just... (laughs) To the point where it's like, is this thing broken? Like, the people riding behind me are like, are you okay? Like, why is it broken? Why isn't... Why aren't we moving? Like, water sports scare the shit out of me. Oh my god. I love being, I think I drowned in a past life. I genuinely do. But, like, water is cement. I lost both contacts in a fucking jet skiing accident where I was on the back of my friends. I don't know if she listened to this, but you know who you are? My friend's little brother. We swapped jet skis, so I was on the back of his. 
and he was 15 and doing like donuts and then he we they accidentally collided and so we got thrown off and i we hit the water so hard that i lost like both of my contact lenses Oh my God. And it also cracked one of the jet skis. So it's just, it's just, it's just like when you're out there, what's it? Yeah. The water is cement. I love jet skiing. I mean, I love it too, but I just like to go slower because yeah. it, when you hit, it hurts. You and Brendan would do really well on a jet ski together. He gets nervous about going fast. Okay, good. Cause like, that's one of the only things Like I love going fast at anything other than water activities because I'm like, yeah. if I, it, it genuinely, it freaks me out. You, you know, it's like Ross and friends. You respect the sea. Uh huh. And uh-huh. fucking uh-huh. around on the sea. The sea uh-huh. fucks you back, you know? Yeah. yeah. Similar similar to how I feel about skydiving. And I get it. Skydiving statistically, less dangerous than scuba diving. I get it. But the worst thing you could possibly do to yourself. You guys, update for the pod. I applied for TSA pre-check. Oh my god. Bougie ass bitch over here. It's Ew. only $80. But I have to fly at least once a month. For the rest of the year. We're literally doing this whole plane aversion. We're like doing behavioral exposure therapy. <laughs> no, that's exactly what this is. I might I'm as well... flying three times in the next three weeks. I might as well be put in a room full of tarantulas. Like, that's yeah. how this feels. Wow. Yes. You inspire me. I'm doing it. You're I'm my doing Lizzo. It. You're okay. my Lizzo. Okay. This is my final controversial take. Okay. Re your Lizzo one. This is what I was trying to remember what I was going to say. Are you ready? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Also, my apologies for the loud. Um, can you stop it? You're inconveniencing us. We're podcasting. <laughs> Good. I think you heard me. Yes. Let's go. Okay. If you were not a Harry Styles fan when he was in One Direction, you are not a true Harry Styles fan now. Mmm. Oh, she just slammed her Diet Coke can on the fucking t- counter <laughs> like she's someone's mother in suburbia. Okay. What if I respected his talent and stuff then, but I just am gay, so, like, I wasn't, like, in love with him. And he's become more of a gay icon in his recent years. He is. Okay, here's the thing. I can acknowledge that he is a different artist now, and maybe he wasn't everybody's cup of tea in One Direction, but if you were a person who was like, oh my god, I can't believe you like One Direction, and now you're simping for Harry Styles, his newest album is a One Direction album. I hate to break this to you, but three of the songs on there could have been performed by One Direction and I wouldn't have batted an eye. Hmm. And if you're a true One Direction fan, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> wow. My, my. This is my, that's my controversial take. What is it? What the ground starts rumbling with all of his fans running towards your apartment? Fight me. I've been listening. I got to see Harry Styles live in 2012 with Five Seconds of Summer opening for him. Wow. Okay? Wow. With One Direction. Fight me. I've been here since the beginning. Yeah. Man. Um, oh. Congratulations. <laughs> I just remember seeing girls my age walk in with, like, One Direction, like, t-shirts or Justin Bieber t-shirts on and just, like, being mad because I didn't mm-hmm. know I was gay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ugh, they're straight or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. He's the whole thing. But yeah. I respect their talent. He's very talented, and I, I love the like, who he's, like, kind of become. Yes. Oh, and I have loved his transformation. Don't get me wrong. Like, I am here for Harry Styles as a solo artist, but... Understood. I completely get it. I have done the time. I kind of understand. I feel very similar about Lady Gaga. Yes. Where I adored her when she wasn't, like, famous... Really, that famous at all. Like, her very first album, 
people were like, she's so fucking weird. Like, I stood by her in the meat dress. Like, I see, you know, all that. And, you know, people are suddenly like, oh my god, she's like the best person. I'm like, I would have died for her at the age of, like, 12, okay? Anyway, so. I get it, I get it. Look at us, better than everybody else. I know. Incredible. If you guys have um, any issues with what we said, get a podcast and talk about it. Uh-huh. Um, and then go fuck yourself, because we're not going to listen to it. Oh. Yep. All right, Allison, any final thoughts? Any final one-sentence controversial takes you feel everybody needs to know? Um, if you don't follow us on Instagram and Facebook, your mom's a hoe. Wow. And she doesn't care that you broke your arm. I'm going to say it. She doesn't care that you broke your arm. You know what I'm referencing? It's a vine. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. God, I got it, got it, got it. Sorry. All of, all of our teenage listeners just... I don't even care just, that you broke your arm. Yeah, yeah. All of our teenage listeners just stop listening. Okay. Yep. Here's my... Oh my God, they need some milk. <laughs> Hurricane Katrina. More like Hurricane, Hurricane Tortilla. Tortilla. <laughs> Fuck, I hate us. I know you do. Is that a weed? <laughs> The careful kids, that's a lot of sodium. <laughs> Amazing. All right, well, on okay. that note, I have one more controversial take before we wrap this please, up. Please, please. Clay Aiken should have won his season of American Idol. Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> that just popped into my head. And if you are a true Clay Aiken fan and you have nothing but gay friends now, let me know and we can form, we can form a support group. <laughs> Got it. Okay, right. I don't know who that is. But I believe you. Clay Aiken. You don't know who Clay Aiken is? No, but I know you've talked about him before. Oh, he's like the David Archuleta of his season. Anyway, okay. that's all. Thanks cool. for joining us for this controversial take. DM us your controversial take. Please, takes. I want to know. Unless they're about what we said and you disagreeing, then we don't want to hear it. Like Allison said, Just go make your own podcast. Yeah. We'll we throw hands. To it. Yeah. Uh, follow us. Saltline Story Time, Instagram, Facebook, Carrier Pigeon. And we'll see you next week. Can't wait. Bye. Bye.